going on, guys? Matt Wyke, Wyke Fitness. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. So today, what I want to do is I want to touch on a post that I put up on Facebook. I mentioned I would probably go into details a little bit more, so I figured let's let's go ahead and do that. And uh, the post stemmed from one of my old bosses. Now, some of you might know, most of you probably do not know, uh, when I was in high school, I actually worked for a radio station, uh, call letters W-I-O-V. The name was the Big I-105. It was a country music uh, radio station. And I started out just, you know, random stuff like helping with the tech, helping with the sound, going to live broadcasts and making sure that they're set up correctly, that the antenna is up, you know, the broadcast is clear, that, you know, the communication between the radio station board and the microphone that we have live on site for an event uh, for the live broadcast is clear. And more and more people started seeing me at these events. And word got back to a gentleman, his name uh, is Dick Raymond. Uh, His real name was Raymond Dick, but as radio DJs, nobody really uses their their real name. So, you know, word got back to to Dick Raymond, you know, hey, who's this new guy? Uh, He looks young. Uh, I mean, not to get a big head, but, you know, I was in shape. Uh, They said, you know, who is this guy? You know, we'd like to see more of this guy. Does he have his own show? And and Dick pulled me aside. um, I think it was maybe my senior year of high school. And he said, hey, look, um, we're getting all these inquiries about you specifically. And and I I thought I did something wrong. I'm like, oh, which, you know, how's this going to go? You know, what direction is this going to go? And he said, we want to give you an opportunity to go on the air and have your own show. Now, I, I mean, I don't know how many high school students ever have their own radio show, like legit radio show. Um, so, you know, I was kind of like, wow. Personally, I hate speaking. Like, I'm not, despite, you know, what you see and, and hear on the podcast, I, I don't like the idea of getting in front of people, you know, back then. And, you know, I was never good at giving speeches in high school even. So I, I told him, I'm like, man, I, I, I'm just not a good speaker. I kind of get stage fright. And he looked at me and he's like, there's nobody else in the studio. It's just you. You and the microphone. You're just talking to a microphone. I'm like, man, I, I don't know. I said, I'll give it a shot. So he said, okay, you know, let's... Let's just get used to things because I have no experience. Like I said, I'm a senior in high school. And and he goes, let's just start with an hour. So come to the station. We're going to do 11 p.m. until midnight. So you're going to have, you know, multiple spots where you're going to, you know, be speaking. And, you know, just get comfortable talking to people. Okay, cool. So he taught me the board. If you have ever been to a radio station or seen pictures, it's a gigantic board with a whole bunch of buttons and sliders and you got touchscreens and computers and it's it's like the cockpit of a of an airplane. So it took me a little while to to you know get things down. Okay, this goes here. That's what they, when I when I want to talk, I have to hit this. I got to, you know, push the pot up and you know, make sure I'm hitting all the right buttons so that it transitions from music 
to me talking over the music, to the music stopping, and to the either next song coming in or you know the next commercial launching. Um, so you know it's pretty detailed. So I felt comfortable after the first night, um, but we did a few more after that, and he said, "Okay, you know it's time to have your own show." Uh, so I literally had my own show. Now WIOV is part of CBS. So uh, again, a high school senior having their own radio show is pretty much unheard of. Um, my radio career was pretty decent, you know, all things considering. Um, I was there for seven years. Five of the seven years, I was number one in the books for the market and the time slot. Uh, that I had my show, which, again, I don't know anyone that age who who was able to do that. Um, but getting back to the post that I made on Facebook, the day that I was going to go live for the very first time, I walked into the radio station. Dick Raymond was in his office. Now, the way the radio station was set up... <clears throat> You walk in, you know, you go through a few hallways, you go down a hallway, and then when you go to the right would be the program director's office, which was Dick Raymond, and next to that were a whole bunch of like, like, uh, uh, like cubby holes, like you would see in, in like an elementary school that, you know, put papers and stuff, and every DJ had their own cubby hole, so you would have talking notes, your paycheck, um, you know, anything that you would need that they would have to provide to you would be in your cubby. I remember I walked over, I grabbed the stuff out of there. I'm walking back to, um, the studio to, to go live and Dick Raymond stops me in the hallway and he goes, I want you to promise me one thing. So again, I'm thinking, oh man, like what, what direction is this going? He said, I'm putting you on the air, okay? But the promise that I want you to make me is that you will never, ever go full-time as a radio DJ. I'm thinking, wow, good pep talk, boss. First day, you're already telling me not to go full-time. Now, he knew back then how deep I was in health and fitness and exercise. And I knew what I wanted to do. I mean, at that time, I wanted to be a personal trainer. I wanted to own my own gym. And he knew that was my passion. And I really didn't understand why he said that. But I said, yeah, okay, sure, I promise. And I went my way. He went back into his office. And and I didn't think about what he really said. And, and you know, on Facebook, I mentioned, you really don't understand some things that people say to you until they're gone. Now, Dick Raymond and I, um, he ended up leaving the radio station while I was still there. Uh, we actually reconnected, and, and this was, you know, forever ago, but, you know, we reconnected about two years ago. And, and he came to me and he said, hey, you know, you're you're the man in the industry these days in terms of health and fitness. You know, I see you everywhere, you know, magazines, websites, you know, I see all the stuff that you're doing. All, all of this is through Facebook. He goes, dude, I'm, I'm proud of you. He's like, I knew you were going to do, you know, big things. And that part clicked 
but not as much as it as it did after I heard about his passing. And so he said, hey, look, I'm trying to lose some weight. Um, you know, I moved from Pennsylvania down to Florida. Uh, I've just been relaxed, kind of taking retirement, you know, one day at a time, just doing what I want. And, and I put on some weight. Can you help me out? He goes, I'll, I'll pay you for your services. I said, absolutely not. You're not paying me anything. You know, I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to send them to you, answer them, get it back to me. And I'll put something together. You know, we'll talk about it. Couples, you know, a couple of days go by. I get it from him, answer all the stuff, get back to him, say, okay, look, you know, here's, here's what we need to do. And he's, he's, he was having the hardest time losing weight. And, you know, he, he mentioned, yeah, you know, I slip up here and there, but you know, nothing, nothing major. So come to find out last year, um, he sends me a message on messenger. He's in like a, a hospital gown with the neck brace on. With the Penn State Nittany Lion behind him, the statue. I'm like, what the hell? So I sent him a message. I go, Dick, what what the hell is going on? So he sends me a reply. I figured out the best way that I can lose weight. I'm thinking maybe he got gastric bypass, which he really wouldn't be a candidate for. I'm like, you know, I I, I don't understand. And, and I'm thinking, why does he have a neck brace on? He said, so turns out um, I wasn't feeling well. I went to the doctor. They did a scan, you know, multiple tests. And turns out he had a very advanced, uh, you know, progressing stage four lung cancer. Um, when they did the scan, they noticed cancer in his, in his shoulder, uh, his spine, um, obviously his lungs, uh, he was a very heavy smoker and a few other spots. Uh, I think he had a spot on his liver and they were like, you know, we're, we're going to treat it. But the neck brace was, he didn't know this happened, but he actually broke a bone in his neck. So that answers the, the neck brace, uh, in the picture. So I've been rambling for what? 10 minutes now. <laughs> You're probably going Mac. get to the damn point. So, here's the point that I want to make. Dick Raymond pulled me aside, not to be a jerk, and and tell me I'll never have a career in radio, which sometimes I wonder what would have happened if I would have stuck with it versus going the route of, uh, you know, the way that I did, you know, with personal training and then strength and conditioning, you know, strength coach going to Metrax, owning my own business. You know, here we are sitting kind of chatting right now. And, you know, I kind of wondered what he meant by that. And and every once in a while, I, I just remember random things. And that kept popping in my head, you know. Promise me that you'll never go full-time on the radio. And it wasn't because he was being a jerk. Like I said earlier, it's because... He knew where my passion was and that going full time with the radio station would be taken away from where I want to be. He saw something in me that I didn't see in myself at the time. I knew and he knew 
nobody outworks me. I'll do whatever job you need done. I'm not going to bitch about it. But at the same time, I'm going to go after what I want. So many times I feel like, especially these days, businesses, they they almost try to bully you in a sense. Where you're just a number, okay? Somebody smarter than you can come take your job. Somebody who can do the same thing, but they're willing to do it for less money can take your job. I mean, if you live, if, if you work in a gigantic corporation, how many, how many people, A, do you know or know their names or how many encounters do you ever have with the higher ups of a company? It's probably none. So to your little, you know, group within a business, you're somebody, but in the bigger picture, you're a nobody. You're a number. And the culture of the radio station was always family first. And and when I say family first, I don't mean your, you know, your parents, your kids. It always came down to the radio station employees stick together. If someone needs something, they go you know, people come and help them. Somebody else needs something, you go and you help them. And and it was always like that. And, you know, if you work somewhere, you need to sit down and really have a conversation with yourself. Is this something that you want to do for the rest of your life? Is this your passion or is it a paycheck? You wake up every day, damn, I got to go to work today. I hate working for these people. The people I work with, you know, they're, they're rude, they're mean, they're dumb, whatever, fill in the blank. Um, is that where you want to be for the rest of your life? And I mean, if you're young in your twenties or even thirties, man, you, you've got another, you know, 40 years of work before you can retire. That's, that's, you know, it could be twice, you know, however long you've lived so far. So why would you want to put yourself through that? While I loved the radio station, I loved the interactions. I, I loved progressing and, and bettering my abilities on the radio. But it wasn't my passion. And, you know, back then I had multiple jobs. I was working for the radio station. I was working at a gym. Uh, eventually it got to the point where I, I had to get my own insurance. So something had to give, uh, you know, the, the gym was like, if you want insurance, that's cool, but you got to give up the radio station cause you can't do it all. Radio station said, yeah, you can come full time here, but obviously you're not going to be able to, to train because you're going to have to be here basically when you're going to be training clients. So, you know, I had to make the tough decision, even though I've worked for the radio station way longer than I was in the gyms. I left the gyms because my passion was really to help people, you know, personal training, nutrition consulting, strength and conditioning, so on and so forth. So the only thing that I really wanted to get through on this episode 
was if you're a boss, I mean, obviously the first thing was to figure out if where you are right now is, is where you want to be long-term. Uh, so I guess the second thing is if you are a boss or you're in the C-suite, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, you're a, a CEO, a CMO, a, you know, CFO, whatever the case may be. I want you to appreciate your employees. I want you to be hard on them, but I want it to come from a place where you see something in them that maybe they don't see yet. So that years down the road, whether they stay with you or not, they'll look back and they'll go, damn. You know, John was absolutely right with what he said. Blah, blah, blah. It makes total sense to me now. And I didn't see it then. I took it for granted when he said it. But man, it just hit me. Stop looking at your employees as numbers. They're not. They're people. They're people who, quite frankly, make your life easier. Because if they're doing their job, then you know that you're not going to have to do their job for them. But, you know, don't take things for granted because you never know where life is is going to take you. You know, if, if you're an employee and you have a really great boss, you know, stay stay close with them. You know, talk to them whenever you can. If you're a boss and you have great employees, look, I'm not saying you got to go out for beers and go bowling every Friday night. But have a friendship with these people. Because the things that you say can change, you know, the total outlook of their life. They might not see things now. Maybe they're doing one job and you say, hey man, dude, I, I got to commend you. You are really good at XYZ. I can't believe how well you do that. That might just be the bug, the seed planted in your head that maybe there's more for you. Maybe your boss or your employee or whoever said that to you sees something that right now in that second you didn't think about and you didn't see yourself. So I want you to listen more than you speak. What do people say about you? Do they say negative things about you? Do they praise you? What do they say to other people when you're not around? Yeah, Jim is such a hard worker, man. Comes in early, he stays late. He does stuff at home. He doesn't even have to do that. I don't expect that from him. But man, he is one hell of a worker. Or they like, man, Jim, that dude is an idiot. He does not belong here. He has no idea what he's doing. He's not trainable. He's not coachable. He's not, he's not listening to anything that I say to try and help him. What do they say about you? What do you say about people? Are you that person talking negatively about other people? And is it because it's factual or is it because you're threatened that maybe they'll take your job? But 
in the end, I, I I wanted to talk about this because I mentioned it on social media, and I know some of you guys who listen to the podcast or you watch it on YouTube, even though I don't have a huge following on YouTube, um, we're probably thinking about what 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 is Matt talking about that you don't you know you really don't understand what somebody tells you and, until you know they're gone, and and that's what I wanted to get across. You know, an old boss, one of my first boss ever, saw something in me that that at the time I didn't see in myself. And, uh, hell, he's not even buried yet. And uh, it's it's just interesting. I spoke to him just a couple weeks ago. Um, and I kind of knew things were, were going downhill at that point when I spoke to him. Uh, a few old people that I worked with, not old in terms of their age, but older people that I worked with back in the day, um, they reached out to me pretty much the, the night before, and they said, hey, uh, he's going downhill. It's it's only a matter of time. So I didn't know if, if you know he was checking messages and stuff, but I sent him a message you know, saying, hey, man, how you doing? How you feeling? You know, how are your spirits? Thinking about you. Hope you're doing well. Um, you know, let's, let's talk soon. And then the next morning is when, you know, I got the news that, that he did pass then. But, uh, man, people don't, don't take things for granted. Don't take them for granted and don't settle. Don't ever settle. Be passionate about what you do. Me, dude, I'm doing, I'm talking to you on this podcast when I got a list of things that I should be doing for clients now, which I will get done. But I don't make shit off of this podcast. Not a damn thing. I don't have sponsors. I don't monetize my YouTube. So for the last 20 minutes, I could have been writing content, getting paid. But, you know, I I love talking with you guys. I love sharing things. I love helping people. So I hope you got something out of this rambling episode that <laughs> that I just recorded for you guys. But let me know what you think. You know, do you have an instance where somebody said something to you and you didn't understand it at the time? You were like, what the what the what? What the hell did they just say? Like, I don't understand. What does that even mean? Did you ever have one of those moments? If so, share it. I would love to hear it. I'm sure other people would love to hear it. Um Wake Fitness, everyone on social media. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, check us out. Uh, Hit us up over on the website. Uh, If you're not already watching or listening to it on the website itself, wikefitness.com. Lots of free stuff over there. If you've never been there, I highly, highly recommend you check it out. Uh, There's a free content section, interviews, articles, there's blog posts, just tons of free stuff that you can utilize to better your abilities, your health. Uh, your life, your business, you know, have a better work uh, life. But overall, I wish you guys the best. I hope you're having a fantastic week. I know I am, but hope to see you guys on the next episode. Until then, take care, guys.